ready to launch? Yes. Let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Hi, Haley. Hi, Amy. Today, we are going to be talking about balancing time versus money. There are some things that are definitely worth doing yourself, but with a jam-packed schedule, you cannot possibly do everything yourself. If you have the option of paying for things that you could otherwise do for yourself, that can be very liberating in terms of time, stress, and overall well-being. So today, we are going to talk about things that we may consider paying for that we could do ourselves and strategies for how you can decide what you want to do or what you would rather delegate to someone else. We all make decisions about what we are going to take time to do or to pay someone else to do. Some of these decisions are easy, but some may require more consideration. It's definitely a personal decision to decide what makes it into your budget as an expense that you're willing to pay someone else to do and what tasks you want to continue to do yourself. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about time versus money in home decisions. I know I've mentioned it before, but my Instacart membership is my MVP. Grocery delivery saves me so much time that the delivery fee and tip is an expense that is totally worth it to me. Interestingly, even with the delivery fee and the tip, I think I actually save money with grocery delivery because I can meal plan in the app and I generally don't fall victim to impulse buys. Amy, that's a really good point about impulse buys at the grocery store because I know I definitely fall for those. I've never tried Instacart specifically, but I have done delivery from Whole Foods and I enjoy that. And it's always a big benefit when there are no substitutions in my order. Yes. I find it really helpful with Instacart that the shopper can chat you to ask you about a substitution. I really like this, especially because if it's the key ingredient for something I was planning to make that night, I want to make sure that the substitution will still work. Yes, Whole Foods does the same, and you are absolutely correct. This feature is amazing. And then you are not searching through bags to figure out what you actually got and what you actually to figure out what you got and what you didn't get. Similar to grocery shopping is meal delivery, and that can take a number of different forms. Are you talking about the difference between takeout delivery and meal prep kits? Not exactly. Meal prep kits like Blue Apron and HelloFresh are neat and can save us time. Have you ever tried those before? Yes, I've actually tried them both. I enjoyed that it took some planning out of meal planning because I already had three meals for the week planned when I received the shipment. I also like that I got to try new recipes that I otherwise would not have attempted. 
Agreed. I tried Blue Apron in the past and definitely enjoyed the new things that I would have never considered attempting if they weren't delivered to my door with specific instructions as well. But there is another step that is somewhere between takeout delivery and meal prep kits, and that is meal delivery. So there is a chef that is local to me that preps an entire menu for a week and then sends out an email blast to customers. From there, you can pick and choose what you want her to deliver and the delivery date and time. Everything comes already prepared, but because you're buying a bigger order for a few days, it's more cost effective than just getting takeout one night from a particular restaurant. This sounds really interesting. Do you have a minimum amount of meals for the week that you need to buy to place an order? So the chef that I use has a minimum dollar amount for your order in order to make the delivery worth it for her. It's not by meal or by day, but just the cost. Also, there's no subscription or requirement for you to buy every week. And in fact, she's so popular that if you don't order early enough, she gets sold out, and then you're out of luck for that week. I'm sure there are many different types of people local to you that do this and likely have various business setups that work for them. This sounds like it could be a really great option during an especially busy season where you want to take the guesswork out of meal planning and the time out of meal prep. It's something you can easily order, check off your list, and basically forget about it until it arrives at your door. Okay, now that I'm getting hungry, let's try to focus on something we can outsource other than food. Something we could not live without is our lawn maintenance. Not only do we have a good-sized piece of property for suburban New Jersey, but with my husband's work schedule, it would be very difficult to regularly block off the time for him to maintain the lawn on a day that he is off and the weather cooperates. And... It's not really how he wants to spend a day off. What would take one person half a day is completed quickly by professionals in about 30 minutes or less. So this is an expense we gladly pay for, for the scheduling and the convenience. Amy, this is a great example of something that my husband and I have talked about many times, but have decided to do ourselves. Well, I should say this. I would be happy to pay someone but he loves doing it and it is important to him to do himself. Honestly, I don't really understand why, but that's okay because he genuinely enjoys it and ultimately I don't have to do it. Something that we do pay for is house cleaning. Now, in the last year, this has gotten much more complicated, so I'll just talk about normal times. I really loved having someone come every other week to do the big cleaning jobs that I did not want to have to spend my Saturday or Sunday doing. Bathrooms, I'm looking at you. While we do smaller cleaning jobs throughout the week, having someone come in to give our house a good scrub is well worth the money for us, and we prioritize that in our household budget. Now, house cleaning is something I've just not been able to to agree to try yet. Similar to lawn maintenance, I love the idea of having a clean house and the cleaning being regularly scheduled. But 
I just don't feel comfortable with the idea of having someone in my house cleaning. I would for sure feel like I had to clean before they came over, which kind of defeats the purpose. Yes, to an extent that definitely defeats the purpose. (laughs) Something I know neither of us has tried is laundry services beyond the usual dry cleaning drop-off and pickup. I think if we were living in a building, an apartment, a condo that had some kind of communal laundry room that I had to go to, it would definitely be something I would consider to save me more time in my day, especially with little kids and the amount of laundry they produce. Haley, speaking of clothes, you've tried styling boxes before, haven't you? Yeah, and I've tried a few different types. So first I tried Stitch Fix, which is a subscription box program for purchase. So you fill out a style questionnaire and you're matched with a stylist who picks things out for you and sends you a bag of goodies. You can try on items and see how they fit and whether you like them. You can send back anything you do not want to keep and keep what you do want and then you're charged for what you keep. If you keep everything, you get a discount on the whole bundle. I really like Stitch Fix as well because I'm able to leave a note for the stylist if I'm looking for something specific, like new jeans or a few dress options for a vacation or event. You know, Amy, similar to the meal prep kits we talked about before, I found that sometimes in my Stitch Fix box, I get something that I would have never picked out for myself that I actually really like and I'm glad that someone put in front of me. Yes, something that if I would have seen on the rack, I definitely would not have brought into the dressing room, but it works. Exactly. The other styling service I've tried is Rent the Runway. I first used them I first used them a few times for dresses for weddings I attended. You could get some amazing designer dresses at very reasonable prices for rent. The beauty of this service for special occasion dresses particularly is that very often you won't wear the dress again and then you have something in your closet that was pricey, but you never wear I've always had a very good experience with my rental coming to me obviously clean and well put together. This was a concern that I had before I tried it, but they've really got it down. You know, Haley, you mentioned that you don't want to buy an expensive dress that you may not wear again. Rent the Runway is especially great if you need a dress for a fancier occasion and you are pregnant. I've done this for a wedding and I received a total of three dresses in different sizes, so I knew I would have an option that fit well for the day of the event. Amy, I've also used Rent the Runway in a different way. Pre-2020, I had a Rent the Runway membership for my work clothes. This was a real game changer for me in terms of upping my style for work commitments, especially trials. The cost per month was less than I would spend on clothes that I would purchase, and it was like having a revolving closet. Sometimes I would even rent the same dress a few months later if I really loved it. And you didn't have to worry about sending any of the pieces out for dry cleaning. Exactly. Recently, I received an email from Rent the Runway letting me know that a skirt that I previously rented was up for sale. And I was able to purchase it at a 
significantly reduced price than if I had bought it new. And I already know that I loved it because I rented it and wore it out. You know, Haley, we've talked a lot about services that save us time and maybe even money in our home and in our daily lives. Outside of our daily home lives, something that I will definitely consider paying for to save time is an upgrade or service when traveling that will make a trip run smoother. I've heard this referred to as reducing friction, and it's something that, for me, especially when traveling with kids, is totally worth the extra money. Now, Amy, I have to admit, I have kind of forgotten what it is like to travel outside of my neighborhood. Can you think of a good example of this? I have an easy example. I have two little girls who love Disney World. Both are under six years old. For our last trip, we purposely budgeted for things that would make the days run more smoothly. We included a day just as a rest travel day so the girls could rest after an early flight. We bought and brought with us a double stroller because those Disney miles are long, especially for short legs. We stayed at an on-site resort so that we could easily come and go for naps during the day. These were all things that made our trip run smoother and were well worth it for us to be able to not stress and have happy children. Actually, that just made me think of last summer. We decided we wanted to go to the beach for a week. And while making plans, something that was important to us was to be close enough to the beach to make trips back and forth to the house easier. We mapped out how close we would be to easily run back and forth for bathroom trips or additional snacks. The extra cost of the house closer to beach access was something that we evaluated and budgeted for and was worth it for us in the end. Another way I've reduced friction to make what could be a stressful situation run more smoothly is when hosting a big party. After we determine a guest list and hit a certain number, I will forego making food in favor of ordering catering. Not having to worry about timing food going in and out of the oven, cleaning up after cooking, and so on, is worth it to me to be able to better enjoy myself and have the day run smoother. Now, Amy, we've talked about a number of different considerations attached to our home and personal lives. Now, let's talk about how you actually make the decision if something is worth paying for. For me, first, I look at how much it costs. Is the cost reasonable for the time or the stress it will save me? Is this a one-time saver or a recurring expense? Even though we are not talking about business tasks, sometimes I just can't get that billable hour model out of my head. Is this particular task really worth my time? Or is my time better spent doing something else? If I didn't have to do this task, how would I spend my time instead? Second, I ask if this is something I like doing. Do I enjoy doing this task? Haley, I think you have a good example of this. This makes me think of baking for parties or holidays. I generally enjoy baking, but sometimes it becomes a bit of a burden. So I will ask myself, am I doing this because I enjoy it? 
Or is it some kind of a mom pride thing that I feel like I should be doing it? If I feel like I should be doing it and I don't actually want to do it, I will consider outsourcing some of the baking. I think that's a really good point. You should take the time to reflect on your motivations for why you're doing this task to begin with. Exactly. Finally, the last consideration for determining whether something is worth paying for is to evaluate whether there is a downside to trying it. Is this something you can order once or twice and try it out? If it's a subscription, can you try it and cancel it if you don't like it or it just doesn't work? Or is this something that you are going to feel obligated to continue once you start it? This can be a really critical piece to making the determination of whether or not it's something to try to begin with. So Amy, that brings us to our Say It Out Loud. Haley, I really liked what you said about evaluating your motivations for continuing to do a task that may be stressful or especially time-consuming. Your baking example really resonated with me. So I'm going to say out loud that I'm going to continue to make my grandmother's Sicilian fig cookies, guchadada, for Christmas, despite the way my back feels afterward, because it's really important to me to continue this tradition. That's great, Amy. That's really the point of the evaluation that we're doing. You can't get them from another source, and it's important for you to have them. And I think that's great. So what I need to say out loud this week is I'm going to consider going back to one of my styling services. I am totally in a sweatshirts and joggers rut. And I feel like I really need a style refresh, especially as we get into this warmer weather. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram. And check out our website, LawyersWhoLaunch.com for more. Have a great day.